Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. God bless you. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I pray that you've been having an absolutely blessed week in the Lord and that you're experiencing the answers to your prayers and that you're learning more about the Lord every day. Amen? It's important to learn about the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for all the things he's taught us thus far. And we know that he's going to teach us some more things. Amen? Amen. So let's go forward in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for blessing us with this fellowship, with this church a place where we can rely on you to speak to us your words of truth, a place where we can grow and learn and develop, come more like Jesus Christ every day. It's a privilege and an honor, Father, to experience such blessing with such a rich inheritance from you. We are grateful, and we thank you for every person that you bring up to listen to the broadcast, Father. We thank you, Father, for all of those who have decided not to just listen, but to participate, to place their prayer requests in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, to participate in the chat room, and to look up the scriptures, Lord, that they are given, that they might continually grow in the word of the Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, for healing us, healing us in our minds and in our bodies. Amen. Hold on just a second, Saints. Hold on just a second. Okay. Amen. There you go. Brother Bill, explain to that person because they don't know how to listen. Amen? Thank you. You'll have to explain to them how to listen. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we give you praise for touching our lives, for touching the lives of others, and for changing us and making us the Christians that you always wanted us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You all help that person out. Some directions would help. You've given them links. Now, Brother Bill, give them some directions. Thank you so much, sir. Amen. We took care of that. So, we want to invite everyone 
to join us in our chat room, which is located on the webpage. Amen. Praise the Lord. And our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Miracleinternetchurch.com. And when the page comes up across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. With that, amen. When the page changes, click guest, enter your name, not somebody else's name. And by the way, Cupid is, is the name of a demon. You can't sign in with a demon's name on this website. Amen? Praise the Lord. So I hope we all understand that. Sign in with your name. Praise the Lord. And say hi to the saints, and they'll say hi to you. Praise the Lord. Thank you. So, as we know, the Lord loves each of us, and he calls us together so that he can nourish us and feed us and strengthen us and lead us and guide us in his way. His desire is for many sons and daughters to come to glory. And so since he is the good shepherd, he has to lead his flock step by step, day by day, into his way. Because we've been introduced to the world. And the world is on a completely different system from the kingdom of God. A completely different system from the kingdom of God. So we have to learn how to move from the world system into God's kingdom. They don't work the same. They don't have the same rules. They don't have the same objective. And it takes a while for this to happen, but as you continue to come up and listen, you begin to get an understanding of what the Lord is doing. He's translating you from where you were to where you ought to be. He's moving you out of a worldly mindset into a holy mindset. He's changing the way you look at things, changing what you once believed that was unrighteousness and you thought it was okay to a righteous mindset. Amen? And this is a process. It's not microwavable. You can't just pick up a book, turn to the page, and say, okay, that's the answer and I got it. No, it's not that way. It has to be worked out in your ordinary, everyday life. It has to be worked out in your ordinary, everyday life. And that takes some doing. Sometimes we get it right after a few times, and sometimes we still need practice. Sometimes we learn something at one level, And then we have to relearn the same concept once we've graduated to another level. Amen? So it takes quite a bit of time. It takes effort. You have to put yourself into it. You have to give yourself to it. 
You can't just sit back and listen and say, oh, I have that, because it doesn't work that way. This is something that has to be practiced on a daily basis. You can't just sit back and say, okay, I heard that, I got that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's not down in your spirit yet. See, it has to go inside you so that it can come back up and you can live it out in your daily life. Amen? Some people think that all you have to do is just get a demon cast out. Well, that's not the truth at all. You see, once the demon is cast out, you've got to learn how to keep the demon out. You've got to learn how to maintain your deliverance. You've got to make sure that there are no places for the devil to creep back in. And that takes some time to learn. And some people want to do, well, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? And what do I do about that? You've got to learn this. This is not like regular school where you sit there, stare at the teacher, she gives you some instructions, you do some, and that's that. And then after the end of the time period, you graduate. No, this is not like that. This is very different. This is very different. Almost everything about your life will change because you're changing. And as you continue to seek the Lord, to seek his face, and to grow, you learn more through growing. See, some people think, You can just sit there and read a book and you've got it all. No, you don't. It's not like that. You also learn through growing. Sometimes growing can be a little painful, but it's still good for you. Amen? You learn through growing. You learn through doing. You learn through practicing. Amen? Amen. So, we're going to learn a little more tonight. God has a word for us tonight that's great. Fits right in with what's going on in the world and what's going on in the body of Christ. So I know that we will all be blessed and we will get God's point. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I've been spending some time, not that I don't always do it anyway, but I've been spending some time lately focusing it in my prayers on you all. And some of you need to just keep at it. You know, okay, I did what you told me to do. Okay, so you think, okay, you did it once and everything's just supposed to disappear just like that. Uh, no, dear, you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. Because the truth is, if you're going to walk with the Lord, you're going to be doing it the rest of your life. That's right. Some people think 
You know, Brother Bill puts the little prayer up there in the chat room and say, here, this will help you with your job. And so you pray at one time, and you think you really got something done. No, you just got started. You need to keep praying and keep praying and keep praying. That's why the Bible says pray without ceasing. If you keep praying, your prayer language will expand. That's right. If you keep praying in your prayer language, your prayer language will expand. And many of you need your prayer language to expand. You don't spend enough time praying in other tongues. Now, when you're up here with us, you get plenty of opportunity to do that. But on your own, you need to do that. You need to do that. You need to spend time, whether you do it in the shower or whether you do it while you're getting dressed, or I don't know when you do it, but whenever you do it, even if you do it driving down down the road to work, you need to spend more time praying in your prayer language. It builds you up on your most holy faith. And you go, uh-huh, no. I didn't get to where I am sitting there praying five minutes a day in my prayer language. As soon as I got my prayer language, I dove in, and you need to do so also. It took years to get here, actually decades, but I won't tell you all that. But you can't just sit there and, okay, I prayed in tongues for five minutes. Well, that's wonderful. Next time, let's go for ten minutes. And you keep going. Amen? Amen. So I want to encourage you to continue doing the things that you know are right because they're going to help you to grow. Amen? They're going to help you to grow some more. Think of it. If toddlers just got up and tried to walk one time and say, okay, I did that, what, where would that lead to? They never get to those white high-top shoes. you got to get up and keep walking and keep trying and keep pulling up on the furniture. Walk some more, and if you fall over, well, get back up and walk some more. They don't quit. They keep trying to go. So you can't quit either. you got to keep going. Amen? You can grow in God as much as you want to, but you got to keep going. Amen? You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep trading off the old life for the new life in Christ. You got to keep dropping things that don't profit and picking up the things in God that do. And you got to keep going. If you started out singing praise songs to the Lord, well, you stop. Well, then if you stop, why did you stop? Keep going. Keep at it. Keep going. Don't quit. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody praise the Lord. Because all of us have to keep going. 
None of us can quit. Not at the end. We're not in heaven. We're still on earth. We got to keep going. There's more and more and more and more and more. That's right. You know, it's getting nastier and nastier and nastier in the world. We got to keep going. The devil's working harder and harder and harder against us. We got to keep going. We're learning more and more about what to do. Let's do it and let's keep doing it. You can't afford to go sit down and put some wep- put one of your weapons down. The devil's waiting for you to do that. You can't afford to do that. You're in a war. Amen? You're in a war. And if you don't like getting completely blown away, I would suggest you keep your armor on and use your weapons all the time. That's what warriors do. They keep warring. Amen? Amen. And this is the way we do it. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, a strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we counsel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name, and we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies and the bush and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devil to bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic digital demons, technology demons and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits, unclean spirits, unclean spirits and their attacks. All passive devils and their attacks. Pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, boredom spirits and their attacks. The Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. In Jesus' holy name. We bind all seducing, womanizing spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger, the seducer, and the charmer. We bind them, and we mute, muzzle, and gag them with the blood of Jesus. All hypnotic trance devils, all mystic rituals in their intent. 
We overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. In Jesus' name, we bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and their components, all microwave attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, all EMF and EMP attacks. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, through the cell phones, through the television, through all electronic devices, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Wicked spirit, through Alexa, we bind you in Jesus' name. We bind the work of every druid. We overturn and empty all the cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Australian, Indonesian, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Asian, indigenous groups, tribal groups, and all other groups. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Or we bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in Jesus' name. We bind the culture of corruption. We bind all free-flying devils and all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting, and the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, demonic knowledge, and human reasoning against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, 
proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Show projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Moloch, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. In Jesus' name, we undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, cotton cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony. In the name of Jesus Christ and all affiliated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their own mind control. In Jesus' name, we bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. We have come, Lord, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Especially 
those Christians that are being persecuted, Father, for any reason, though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Your right hand shall save us. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover our vehicles, whatever transportation it is that we use, and the road that we travel with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over any entity or any being crossing the road. And we bind their crossing our path in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you've already released your angels to watch over us and to protect us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons that come in the night. We bind the bewitching hour in Jesus' name. All bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anything or anyone trying to get into our dreams, we command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for your warrior angels that protect us and our property as we sleep in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the word of God, the armor of God, the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for warring, linking angels, Father, your praising angels, and your ministering spirits, Father. But most of all, we thank you for your very presence in our midst because the word declares that where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in our midst. We celebrate you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we celebrate you in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, witchcraft, and anything else sent to us from the enemy's camp, and we return it in Jesus' holy name. We cut ourselves free from all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, all of the form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and such. We break the power of every vex, hex, curse, love spell, charm, fetish, psychic thoughts, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, psychic prayers, all mind control, bewitchments, death spirits, potions. Prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, chantings, torment, destruction, and sickness. All psychic warfare, psychic prayers, root works, crystals, all hoodoo, tribal rituals and sin, and everything sent to us from the demonic realm. We return it in Jesus' name. We bind spiritual blindness. We bind spirits of bondage, spirits of heaviness, spirits of fear, and spirits of hate in Jesus' name. And we release the love of God in Christ Jesus over the people of God in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Now, saints, whenever you miss a broadcast, we want to remind you that you can recast it. Amen? You can recast it. You come up to the website, www.miracleinternetchurch.com. And you go to the Blog Talk Archive Sermons. That's right across the top of the banner, right across the top. Click that, and you scroll down continually until you find uh, the most recent sermon. And you click on it and listen to it right from your computer or cell phone or whatever it is you happen to have in Jesus' name. Now, if you're on your cell phone, 
you can use your browser to come to the webpage, MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up, there will be three uh, white lines against a black background. That's your link, not the picture. The three white lines is your link. You click that link, and then it opens the rest, the uh, links to you. Amen? Amen. We even have a link that says become a member of Miracle Internet Church. Praise the Lord. So we invite you to uh, participate and to partake of the blessings of this ministry because they are many and not few. We have a global prayer warriors prayer room where you may enter your prayer request that is directed to the Lord. It is not a prayer. uh, You don't get up there and say, uh, uh, saints, pray for me because of, no, we don't do that here. Your prayer must be directed to God himself, no one else. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ is the easiest way to start. And then you briefly, briefly list your request. And you add the scriptures that you're believing God for along with that prayer request. Amen? You can add one, two, three, and that will be enough. Amen? In Jesus' name. So that's how you do that. You do not write us in there and say, well, I got this problem. No, this is not where you tell us your problems. This is where you pray to God. He's the one that answers prayers. We don't do that part. He does that part. So your prayer needs to be directed to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to state it briefly, and then you need to add the scriptures that you are using uh, or believing God for with regard to your prayer request. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's a lot to find out on this website if you will investigate. Praise God. We designed it so that you could investigate uh, on your own. There's plenty here to know and investigate. And speaking of that, we want to apologize to you because uh, some of the um, sermons that are on the website haven't been playing properly. Well, we we, uh, got an upgrade to our security. And once that happened, we had a a little glitch there. So we're working on that to get that to work, okay? It may be a while, but just be patient with us and pray for us. The Lord will show us what to do. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, you know, God had a a nice word for us Sunday. He basically asked us if we were going to quit or we were going to go ahead with him. Because a lot of the people in the church world have these uh, differing opinions that don't line up with the word of God. And are we going to keep on with the word of God or are we going to fall away and go to hell? And I hope you answered the Lord. I hope you answered him because he asked us all the question. And I hope after you asked him to judge your heart that you actually answered the Lord. It's not nice to ignore him. When he asks a question, it's because he wants an answer. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So tonight, saints, our featured psalm comes from 
Psalm 18. Our featured psalm is Psalm 18. And our featured ebook is Open Doors for Evil Spirits. Open Doors for Evil Spirits. And our verses for meditation, our verses for meditation come from Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament, chapter 30. Three zero chapter thirty verses eight through ten Deuteronomy chapter thirty verses eight through ten. Our guest call in number is area code three one nine five two seven six two three five and press one. Amen. Area code three one nine five two seven six two three five and press one. Also, this is the season when we're baptizing. If you desire to be baptized, you've come out of being backslidden or you've gotten saved or whatever the case may be, please contact Brother Bill in the chat room when we're live on the air. Well, how do I do that? Well, you type down on that little line at the bottom, that line at the bottom that doesn't have anything in it. And you say, Brother Bill, I need to talk to you about baptism. And Brother Bill will contact you while we're on the air. Amen? Amen. Or you may email pastor at gproom at, and ask you to do that. You know, this thing does what it wants to do. I didn't ask you to do that, now did I? Okay, there we go. GPRoom at Outlook.com. That's supposed to be a dot. Amen. Email pastor at GPRoom at Outlook.com. That does not mean that you wake up one, one Saturday night, one and say, oh, I'm going to be baptized tomorrow, and send me an email in two seconds and say, no, dear, it doesn't work that way. Amen? You email us, and then we email you back. And then we go from there. Amen. The Lord had us to make some changes in the way we have to do things after COVID, so this is the way we do it. Amen. This is the way we do it. So, Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we don't want to live this out our prayer. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power. Need you to be in agreement, saints. We take authority, dominion, and power in the name of Jesus Christ over monkeypox and all other such demons in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over monkeypox and all other such demons in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind it, chain it with eternal chains and darkness, send it into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We bind seizures. We bind aneurysms. We bind strokes. We bind heart attacks in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every seizure, 
over every aneurysm, over every stroke, over every heart attack, and their precursors in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we forbid you to ever manifest in Jesus' holy name. We forbid you to ever manifest. <laughs> We bind off sciatic pain. We bind off sciatic pain in Jesus' name. All sciatic pain, muscle stiffness, muscle tightness. Come out of God's people. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. Every seizure, every aneurysm, every stroke, every heart attack, monkeypox, come out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Muscle spasms, muscle tightness. Roko sciatic pain, esha da edio sotorabriki, roko dorada ya sotorabriki de dia da da breke de esha. Pressure point, esha da da da. Runda la diosa da da breke de dio sunda da breke de diosa. Runda boroko rekisa da da brisha da da dioso. In Jesus' name, come out of God's people. Take a deep breath. Cough from your gut. Deep breath. Cough from your gut. Deep breath. Cough from your gut. Deep breath first. Call from your gut in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. So tonight, we're going to talk about beware of falling away. That's going around. Okay, let me explain what what I mean by that. Okay, remember when the weather would change. And people started catching cold, blood of Jesus over this. And then the next thing you know, everybody's got a cold. Well, there's some spirits going around, and this is what they're doing. They're causing people to fall away from Jesus Christ and become backslidden. And they're going to try to trap you in being backslidden so long that you forget most of what you learned in Christ, definitely everything you learn here, so they can take your soul to hell. That's the idea. The enemy's after you, and you need to act like you know it. Amen? You need to act like you know it. So the Lord wants to talk to us about beware of falling away. Beware of falling away. 
So in First Timothy, First Timothy, we only use the King James Version of the Bible here. We exclusively use the King James Version of the Bible. Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 1. Now the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. We're in the latter times. We've been here for a while. And the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, is explaining to us that in the times in which we live, some people will depart from the faith. That means they once believed in Jesus Christ. They once believed the beliefs that the Bible puts forth, the truths that the Bible puts forth, fall away. They go back. They depart from the faith as it was once delivered to the saints. We live in that time, we live in that hour, and we're watching it happen. This is not pre-recorded; it's live. Well, how is that happening, you say? Well, they're giving heed to seducing spirits. You know, in seduction, you get pulled in slowly and sweetly, but it's still evil. And doctrines of devils. Teachings that the devil puts in people's minds and they spread it everywhere. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Say one thing, do something else. Having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Well, if you sear a steak on a grill, It's not going to have feelings anymore. It's not going to be responsive anymore. It's set and sealed. Nothing's getting in, nothing's coming out. Well, their conscience is that way. What used to bother them doesn't bother them anymore. When conviction comes, They're not convicted anymore. They're apathetic. They're not able to respond to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That's dangerous. That's like a 10-alarm fire. When you come to the point that you're so removed from the Lord and his word that you cannot respond, To the convicting power of the Holy Spirit, you're on a slope straight to hell. And you need to know that. You don't need to be lost wondering if that's the case. Yes, it is the case. Well, saints, we are well into the latter times. For many have caved in to seducing spirits and their evil 
persuasion. Many have caved in. So I want you to listen to what I'm going to read to you. The Mennonite Church USA has voted, V-O-T-E-D. Okay, now if you go into the book of Acts, you'll find out that the saints fasted and prayed and the Holy Spirit spoke to them. Well, that's not what happened right here in this article that I'm reading to you. It says the Mennonite Church, USAED, to retire denomination-wide membership guidelines that prohibited pastors from performing same-sex weddings, but will allow local church bodies to maintain the ban. So that means up until this time in the Mennonite church, they had guidelines, rules, regulations, standards, and expectations. And pastors were not allowed to perform same-sex weddings. Men can't marry men and women can't marry women. However, they decided to vote. They didn't decide to let the Holy Spirit speak. They decided to vote. And when they decided to vote, they were going to retire the guidelines. However, if a local church body didn't appreciate it, they could continue as before. Sounds like double-mindedness to me. The membership guidelines had prohibited pastors from performing same-sex weddings, defined marriage as being between one man and one woman, and label homosexual, extramarital, and premarital sexual activities as sinful acts. Well, guess what? That lines up with the King James Version of the Bible. However, they retired it, you see? So they're retiring through their voting activity what God said. They want to retire what God said. At a special session of the Mennonite Church USA's Delegate Assembly held May 27th through 30th in Kansas City, Missouri, the official membership guidelines were retired by a vote of 404 in favor and 84 against, and three abstentions. Bless God for the 84. Amen. Bless God for the 84. You see, delegates at the special session also passed a resolution calling for the church to repent of the harm and violence. Listen to this. The harm and violence it has done against the LGBT community, which passed by a vote of 267 in favor and 212 against and nine abstentions. The resolution title, A Resolution for Repentance and Transformation, defined violence against the LGBT community as the actions of individuals, institutions, or structures of power intentionally or unintentionally 
hurt, damage, or destroy the value of an individual or a group. So because you take the same stand as the uh, as the scriptures, you're hurting the LGBT community. They're saying. Amen. The resolution calling for repentance was non-binding, which meant more for the conferences and churches within the Mennonite Church USA to give opportunities for education and discernment as well as advocacy. We're going to teach you to accept uh, the LGBTQIA sin, and you're just going to love it. Days before the special session approved the retirement of the membership guidelines, Mennonite Church USA Executive Director Glenn Guyton wrote a piece saying that doing so would not force member churches to perform same-sex marriages, same-sex marriages, or have openly gay clergy. They're not going to force them right now. Congregations have the final authority to hire and fire their pastors as they see fit, wrote Guyton. Conferences have broad latitude in determining membership and credentialing. Pastors in MCUSA always free to not perform any wedding. Inclusion and the membership status of LGB, LGTBQ individuals varies widely from conference and congregation. The Confession of Faith in a Mennonite Perspective, a document, a, a document adopted in 1995 that is considered prominent in the Mennonite Church USA, still defines marriage as a covenant between one man and one woman for life. Mm-hmm. Initially approved in 2001, The membership guidelines were a source of debate within the Mennonite church for several years. The devil's been at this for a while. In 2007, the Constituency Leaders Council Council, attempted to review the document but did not move forward with any action. In 2013, The Mennonite Church USA Executive Board submitted a revised version to delegates as an administrative update, but no no vote was taken on the proposal. See, this was done gradually over time. You know, it's just like um, the story about the frog or the toad. You put them in the water, and the water's comfortable at first, but little bit by little bit, you turn up the heat, And he's been used to being comfortable in that environment. So before you know it, the water's so hot that it's killed the toad. That's the way this is working. At its 2015 Delegate Assembly, the Mennonite Church USA adopted a resolution supporting the guidelines, declaring that it shall continue to serve Mennonite Church USA as the guiding documents for questions, regarding church membership and same-sex relationships, marriage, along with the confession of faith in a Mennonite perspective. The Mennonite Church USA's increased acceptance of homosexuality in more recent years has been a source of division. Here it comes, within the Anabaptist denomination, with some leaving in protest. 
2018, for example, the Lancaster Mennonite Conference, which was the largest conference in the denomination with around 180 congregations and over 70,000 members, split from the denomination. The South Central Mennonite Conference, which has approximately 30 congregations and 2,800 members, also gave serious consideration to leaving the Mennonite Church USA. However, a vote taken in 2021 failed to reach the necessary two-thirds majority to pass. So the New Mexico Mennonite Church becomes the first in the denomination to appoint an open, openly lesbian head pastor. So this is how this is rolling. This is how it's rolling. Amen. You need to know what's happening in the world today. You need to know what's happening in the world today. You can't go around with your head stuck in the sand because it affects your everyday life. Amen? Almost every mainline denomination has yielded to Satan's strategy to divide and conquer the church. I remember when the Episcopal Church elected an openly gay bishop. It split the denomination, and so likewise with the United Methodist Church, the Lutheran Church, and others. It appears that the deviation from the standards of the Holy Scripture begins in the higher leadership of the denomination and moves its way down to the convention of delegates. Dissension, strife, confusion, and division over and work until the split happens. In the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 3, verse 25, Mark, Chapter 3, verse 25. We are told by Scripture, And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. If a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Amen. Deuteronomy, Old Testament. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 20. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse, the Lord shall send upon thee. It didn't say somebody else was going to do it. It says the Lord was going to do it. Send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke. And all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doing, whereby thou hast forsaken me. So the Lord is saying that he's been forsaken. People have walked away from him, 
They've walked right into wickedness. They're they're practicing wickedness, and he's going to do something about it. And this is what he's going to do. God is always trying to get his people to come to their senses, to realize that they're wrong, to realize that if they continue on the path, there will be chastisements, judgments, and punishments. Because he's God and he loves you. And he doesn't want you to spend eternity in hell. He wants you to come to heaven to be with him. But you see, you've got to want that too. You have to want that too. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. And Jesus knew their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Amen. Luke chapter 11, verse 17. Luke chapter 11, verse 17. Speaking of Jesus, but he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And a house divided against a house falleth. Think about that. The issue is not the finances. No, the issue is not the finances. No, not this time. The issue is sexual perversion and abomination. It's the same case with all of those other mainstream Christian denominations that I mentioned at the beginning. What's splitting them is the issue of sexual perversion and abomination. I can remember in the not-too-distant past when uh, there was a president who invited all these church leaders to the White House so he could find out how they felt. And how did I find out about this? Well, one of those that had been invited told me about it. And this president invited all these religious and church leaders and said, look here, I'm going to announce such and such and such. And it was with regard to LGBTQIA and whatever else. Each of them agreed with his wrongness, agreed with his unrighteous stand except for one person. And that one minister of the gospel stood and said, Mr. President, God will not be pleased with this. It will not please God. And he went on to say a few other things and came back to it again. Mr. President, 
this will not please God. Well, as you know, the president went right on with his ungodly position. And, you know, just like in the Bible, when they got an unrighteous king, the people went into bondage. They would leave God Almighty and go after the demons, the demon gods of the culture. So that's how it's been going, straight downhill. Amen? So we want you to remember that. That's important to remember. There's always one voice that God will send into a situation to speak his counsel. Just as in the Old Testament, when kings were about to go to war, they wanted to hear the word of the Lord. And most of the time, they listened to a bunch of prophets that were just lying. But there was always one whom everyone despised, who actually told the truth and heard from God. Don't forget, life is still that way. When the church rejects the absolute stand or position of scripture, it begins its trek into apostasy. Apostasy? Yes. Apostasy is the abandoning of what was once firmly believed, such as faith. All through the Old Testament, you saw the Israelites abandoning God, the God that brought them out of Egypt, that provided for them all through the wilderness, that gave them victories over their enemies, and a land to live in that they did not have before. They constantly did that. And at every turn, They either wanted to go back to Egypt into slavery or they were running behind the gods of the other cultures and abandoning their own god. Well, evidently that behavior pattern is still with us. Going along to get along can lead you into hell. Let me say that again. Going along to get along can lead you into hell. Matthew chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 13. Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. So there's plenty of room on the road that leads to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. A whole lot of folks are going to destruction. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way 
which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Amen? Few. Few there be that find it. Pray that you're part of the few. Pray that you are part of the few. Amen. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide enough for all the multitude who choose its easy way. See, some people are just downright complacent and lazy. There's nothing else you can call it. And they want the easiest way out of everything. Well, if you continue that practice too far, you'll end up down the easy road that lines, that lines the highway to hell. Because that's the way that is. You see, we used to describe Christians like real salmon, not the, not the farm-raised ones. No, not those, because most of them are farm-raised now. The real ones that go upstream. And they, as they progress upstream, they fight against the flow of the water. So they have to put out a whole lot of effort to get to their spawning ground. And they have better muscle, better omega-3, better everything. Why? Because of the fight. The fight to get to the spawning ground to miss all the bears that want to stick their paws in the water and snatch them up and eat them and throw the bones everywhere. Those are the best salmon. They're strong. They've got muscle. They've got better flavor. And they've got the nutrients that God says we need. You see, people that want the easy way find out the easy way doesn't give them what they're looking for. You see, you can be a C student or an A student. What's the difference? How you apply yourself. You can be a C student or an A student. What's the difference? How you apply yourself. Oh, who sound religious, are really godly people. They may refer to Jesus as Lord, but they still won't get into heaven. Do you know there are going to be a lot of people claiming his name and he's not going to be talking to them? They're not going to make it into heaven? Everybody that says, Lord, Lord, isn't going in. The decisive question is whether they obey our Heavenly Father. Those who hear God's instructions and ignore them are foolish. Those who hear God's instructions and ignore them or allow themselves to forget them, are foolish. 
Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 4. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 4. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 4. Neither filthiness nor foolish jesting, foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For for this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things, cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. A whoremonger is a sexually permissive, promiscuous individual that is having a serious lack of dignity, morality, engaging in sexual activities and intercourse indiscriminately or with many persons. The Holy Scriptures strictly condemn fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, filthiness, foolish talking, or coarse jesting. You know all of those off-color jokes. Unlawful sexual relations between men, women, and children, single or married, is not allowed in true Christianity. Uncleanness, a lack of purity, which includes sodomy. Lesbianism, homosexuality, bestiality, and sexual activity between an adult man and an adolescent boy, forms of unchastity. Yes, orgies, swinging, sexual intercourse with machines, and all other such activities. That is correct. Christian parents must fully explain these matters in a direct, straightforward, and transparent way to their children. Ignorance is the playground of Satan. 
You see what will end up happening is you'll come back. Well, I raised them in the church. Uh, there's some more things that need to be done, and a lot of it needs to be done at home. You see, you can't depend on the school to do it for you, and the church can't do it all. Your children should not be ignorant of Satan's devices. Your children should know that masturbation and fondling and being fondled by somebody else is something that shouldn't be happening to them. And if anyone should touch them or approach them in an inappropriate way, they ought to be able to come to their parents parents, and tell them what's going on. But you must make sure that there are lines of communication that are conducive to such. You know, I was in the dentist's office the other day, and this father was there with his son. And both of them, the entire time they were there, each one was busy fiddling with his own cell phone. There was no conversation whatsoever going on between the two of them. If you are actually glued to your cell phone, when do you have time to talk to your child about the things of God, the importance of the things of God, and how it directly impacts their everyday life? That's a good question because the scriptures tell us that we're supposed to talk to them when we're up, when we're down, whatever we're doing. When you rise, there's a scripture that says that, and I'll find it after a while and give it to you. It doesn't leave room for hours in front of the television. And it certainly doesn't leave room for you to be glued to your cell phone or your computer or whatever your present preoccupation is. You must engage your children. And you must tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth by the spirit of truth. Amen. In our school system, we now have teachers who are engaging in illegal sexual activity with their students. stripping the student of their innocence. The technology of our days has made the Internet far worse than strip joints ever were. Lustfulness and lewdness are not to be found in Christians. There are some styles of dress that Christians cannot embrace. Why? Because it's lewdness. You can't walk around with your jeans hung down and all kinds of underwear showing. That's lewdness. 
You can't have jeans with all these cut holes in them, you know, like you're a a, a vagabond or something, like you're a hobo or something, like you're abandoned and nobody wants you and all the only jeans you can wear is is showing all your flesh. That's lewdness. You know, gym clothes are supposed to be worn in the gym. If you're wearing them everywhere else, the way I've seen them displayed, it's lewdness. It's not to be in the life of a Christian. If your pants show every lump, bump, and hump that you've got, that's lewdness. If you're walking around with your shorts up to the panty line, that's lewdness. And some other style. And your bosom is all exposed and nobody has to look. In fact, everybody's trying to look away. That's lewdness. If everybody can tell that you don't have underwear on, that's lewdness. Praise the Lord. So you see, lustfulness and lewdness are not to be found in Christians. And some of you are not willing to come forward for deliverance. You ask God to get other demons out of you, but what about your own sexual demons? You know, after the breakup, oh, God, get so-and-so's demons out of me. Well, what about your sex demons? Some of those things have been there since conception. You've got your own set of men coming down your family line, and then you go to adding people in left and right. You've been with this one. You've been with that one. You've been with this one. You've been with that And I mean you've been married to not a one of them, but you've been with this one and you've been with that. Do you realize you have the demons from all those been with and all of their been with too? Inherited or acquired, a demon is still a demon. Idolatry includes anything on which your affections are passionately set other than God. Beware, sinners are sinners, and everyone's family has someone who is in sexual perversions and sin. Maybe if your family is down to two people, that may not be the case. But most people's family has someone that is in sexual perversions and sin. But simply because they are your relative or child does not mean that you can walk in agreement with their sin. They have to clearly understand that you love them as a human being, but their sin is an atrocity. 
That's got to be on the table. Amen? You can't play that game where, oh, it's just Johnny. No, don't go there. And you can't do what we call aiding and abetting. You can't help their mess along. You can't help them sin. You can't support their sin. You have to take a stand with Jesus Christ and maintain that stand. You know, I saw a billboard not too long. We love our LGBTQIA children. Well, there's nothing wrong with loving them, but it's something wrong with coming in agreement with their sin life. Turn them over to the Lord. Turn them over to the Lord so that their souls might be saved. But you cannot support evil and wickedness. You cannot support evil and wickedness. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And we're going to start with verse 3. Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 3. And all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be one named among you as becometh saints. It's not even to be named among the saints. It's not supposed to be there at all. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, no unclean person, or covetous man who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. You don't have any part whatsoever in God's kingdom. Not at all. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Oh, you can repent, yeah. And so you think you can wait till one second before you die and repent. You need to wake up. You don't know when that last second is coming. You know, some people think that they can associate with people who have certain habits and tendencies in their lives, and it's not going to affect them. That's not the truth. That's just not the truth. Bad manners corrupt good morals. If you associate with people that are unsaved and you're supposed to be a Christian, it doesn't mean you can't talk to them can't witness to them, and so forth and so on, that you can't keep the uh, door of communication open to witness? No. But that can't be your BFF. The Bible says, be not unequally yoked, a believer with a non-believer. 
That can't be your best friend forever. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God. These things bring God's wrath. Children of disobedience. So be ye, be not ye therefore partakers with them. Get out of it. Don't partake of that. Amen. We are to have no fellowship at all with the works of darkness. Instead, our lives are to prove what is acceptable to God. How can you do that if you are accepting of and refuse to oppose sin? even in your own family. You know, your sister's son is becoming more effeminate every day. But not only are you not praying, you haven't put any prayer in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, you're not going to open your mouth and say anything about it either. If you allow raunchy movies or entertainment in your life, and especially that which is sexually oriented, aren't you a participant of sin? You know the commercials are now raunchy entertainment. Not necessarily the program, the commercials. They're filthy. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Well, you don't really mean that, Pastor Sabrina. Oh, yes, I do. I was sitting in a restaurant waiting to pick up my lunch, and I was just sitting there waiting, watching the people come in and out. And this young lady came in, with these spandex leggings on. And they were quite snug. And so I was watching the man's eye, and his eyes were not on her face. She was young and right out of college and attractive. His eyes were on her derriere and other places. His eye, Let me say this again. His eyes were on her derriere and other places. He's wearing a wedding band because I'm just sitting there watching this. And so I bind the, the demons in his eyes, and then he suddenly moves his head. 
I've done this repeatedly. I did it not too long ago. I was in the grocery store standing in line. And this woman just walked past, minding her own business, going to the other side of the store. And I watched this man's eyes watch her body from one place to another. You see, if you have that roaming eye demon, you need to get rid of it. And you need to stop pretending that you don't have it. Amen? Jesus says, whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery. So that means you have to repent of adultery. Amen? And it's in your heart. Praise the Lord. Let's get down to the truth if we're going to talk about this. Praise the Lord. We are to have no fellowship with that. We're not supposed to be into that. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. We can't pretend that we don't know what's going on. We can't pretend that your eyes were not all over her body instead of on the groceries you were buying in the store. You see, saints, many a church leader has fallen into sin because they would not come forward for prayer and deliverance and because they would not operate in self-control. They allowed themselves to do things that they knew were wrong, but they would not check themselves. We all remember the scandals of the Catholic Church. And that saga continues today. We cannot go back to sleep and pretend that these issues will disappear. If you choose to value present worldly culture over the standards established by God himself, you will receive the same reward that all other rebels receive. In Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, Leviticus, it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Old Testament. Leviticus Chapter 18, verse 22. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. So what is Jesus saying here? Thou shalt not have sexual activity with a man as you would with a woman. It is abomination. And he's never going to change that. He said heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will not pass away. Amen? Sodomy, sexual intercourse, 
between male persons is an abomination. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. Both of them, they shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Yes, that is God's viewpoint. And so there will be some people, well, how could you say he's a loving God and put people to death? Well, you see, death has a function. One of its functions is to remove evil from the earth. We see that in Noah, in the flood with Noah. The world had become terrible to the point that their thoughts were continually evil and wicked. And so God removed the evil and the wicked from the earth, and he preserved eight people to carry on the human race. The rest he got rid of. He, can, he, um, he made them, and he can dispose of them. It's his judgment. And all of his judgments are just and righteous. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 22. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. Deuteronomy, for all the cross-dressers here. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Mm -hmm. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. God's very uh, straightforward here. It's no misunderstanding. It's quite simple. It's not hard to understand. So don't pretend you don't understand what God is saying. You do. Amen? And if you actually don't, ask the Holy Spirit to explain it to you on your level so you will understand. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, God Almighty. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 22. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 22. If a man be found lying with a woman married to an husband, a man be found lying with a woman married to an husband, then they shall both of them die. 
the both the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so shalt thou put away evil from Israel. Praise God for the blood of Jesus, or some of you would would not be here now. Amen? God means it. He doesn't think adultery is cute. He doesn't think it was a mistake. He doesn't think you slipped and did it. No, you didn't slip and do that. There's too much planning, plotting, lying, and deception in that for you to just slip and do it. There's no such thing as that. You know when you're taking your clothes off. Numbers, chapter 25, beginning with verse 1. Numbers. Chapter 25, beginning with verse 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom. Whoredom. The people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifice of their God. And the people did eat and bowed down to their God. And Israel, the nation of Israel, joined himself unto Baal Peor, a demon. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. So if in this situation you went out and joined yourself to that demon spirit, it cost you your life. God's command. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren mm-hmm, a Moabitish, a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses. So this man didn't have any respect for God, for the congregation, for Moses. For the ways of God, nothing. This is what he's going to do. He brought a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses. And, watch this now, in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. They were in church. And here he brings this woman right in as if it just doesn't matter. And when Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he rose up from among the congregation. He rose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. This is a decisive man of God. Unfortunately, we don't have too many of those nowadays. 
and he went after the man of Israel into the tent. He went right in. Unlike what we saw in Texas, he went right in, javelin in hand, and thrust both of them through, the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. So the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. And those that died in the plague were 24,000. 24,000 people had to die because this man decided to have a hot time with this woman while church was going on and Moses was leading the people in worship. Isn't this something to see? Mm -hmm. God does not want his true believers Vexed with the unrighteous compromise of backslidden former believers. You see, Satan makes sin attractive and charming. If you walk in your flesh, self, emotion, and carnal thoughts, You've already, you're ready, you're right for the devil to come attack you. So as we see, those who refuse to succumb to the deception and bewitchment of those who were once firmly held, who once firmly held on to the word of God, must come away from them. Those who refuse to succumb to the deception and bewitchment of those who once firmly held on to the word of God must come away from them. You know, you used to go to the gym and work out with Sam. But now Sam is dating another man. That's the end of you working out with Sam. That's the way that works. See, Sam's now engaged in a carnal way with another man. Unless you want to stay attached and thereby compromise your faith, it's time for you to get away from Sam. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 14. I'll give you a second or two to get there. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 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 Amen. Amen. All right. Second Corinthians chapter 6. Beginning with verse 14, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 
that doesn't mean that it's just people that have never been saved. It also means people who once believed but went back to their old ways or went off on a tangent. They're no longer believing. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Remember Amos 3.3 3 says two can't walk together lest they be agreed. Either you're going to agree with God so you can walk with him, or you're going to agree with the devil. And that's the way it is. And what communion has light with darkness? We know that light dispels darkness. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? When we do our opening prayer, you hear me binding Belial. Belial is a spirit that draws you away from the things of God. You can't let that spirit draw you away. Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel, with somebody that doesn't believe Jesus? You know, they say, yeah, you ask them, are you a Christian? Yes, I'm a Christian. But you just watch their lives for two weeks, and you'll find out there's no Christian in them and has never been. And what agreement? hath the temple of God with idols. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. What are you doing with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. That's the plan. Wherefore, come out from among them. Come out. Yes, that's exactly the instruction. Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Come out. You can't stay there. No, you can't stay there. I don't care if you have known them since kindergarten. Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean things, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith who? Saith the Lord Almighty. He, he gives you explicit instructions. Come out from among them, and be ye separate, and don't touch that unclean. Shum up with wickedness. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Some of you still have uncleanness in your own life. Maybe not being actively practiced, but it's a dark place in your life that needs holiness. God says, to leave them, period. The saints in the denominations that have split and separated, prayed, fasted, and sought the Lord's way. Yes, God prefers unity, but a true saint of God cannot be united to or support sexual abomination. Leaders 
who do such things will certainly receive the judgment of the Lord. Jude, verse 7. Jude, verse 7. Jude is all the way at the back of the Bible. It's it's right next to Revelation. Jude, verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication. How did that happen? They gave themselves over to a demon, a horde of demons called fornication. They gave themselves over to fornication. Fornication didn't come over and grab them by the throat. And put them in a chokehold. No, it wasn't that way at all. They gave themselves over to fornication. And going after strange flesh, that is, what is not appropriate for your gender. And set forth for an example suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Yes, there is eternal fire to be experienced. Yes, Sodom and Gomorrah and nearby towns were overflowing with every kind of uncleanness. Not every single time, But most of the time in the scriptures, when it refers to uncleanness, it's talking about sexual activity. So, yes, Sodom and Gomorrah and nearby towns were overflowing with every kind of uncleanness and lust, men lusting for other men, women changing their natural sexual functioning to that which is against the manner and function which God created. Oral sex and anal sex are opposed to the natural manner and function for which God created the body. Let me say that again. Oral sex. Oh, remember we had a president tried to tell us that oral sex wasn't sex, you see? You know which one that is. Oral sex and anal sex are opposed to the natural manner and function for which God created the body. They do not glorify God, but are devilish. The Lord came down from heaven to see if these reports of these cities were accurate. When he gave his judgment, the angels returned, rescued Lot and his family, 
and destroyed those cities and citizens with fire. The history of Sodom and Gomorrah continue to be a warning to us that there is a hell in which sinners are punished. As we have seen most recently in the news, these people mock and curse at anything that they cannot understand. They go right on living their evil, immoral lives, degrading their bodies, and persecuting those who are in authority over them. They do whatever they feel like, ruining their own souls and minds. Because you see, sexual perversion, part of the judgment is on the mind. Part of the judgment is in the mind. Saints, do not allow the wickedness of others to influence you. You have a choice to make. Whether you will allow the wickedness of others to influence you or if you're going to stand steadfastly with Jesus Christ. This is not the month to celebrate sexual abominations. This is not the month to celebrate sexual abomination. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Amen. In the scriptures, most times, dogs refers to homosexuals. Revelation chapter 22, Revelation chapter 22, beginning with verse 14. Revelation chapter 22, beginning with verse 14. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they might have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gate into the city. You know, there's pearls on those gates. I think they're pretty. Haven't seen them in person, but I'm looking forward to it. Those that do his commandments now, have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without 
without, yeah, outside the city are dogs or homosexuals and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Outside the city are those who have rejected our God and his ways. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Follow peace with all men and Holiness and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. So if you have no holiness, don't plan on seeing Jesus, except in judgment. Amen? Amen. Second Peter chapter 3. Verse 17 and 18. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen, amen, and amen. Brother Bill. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get at them. Let's start with Pastor Sabrina's praise report. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for all the prayers of the saints who have prayed for me during my illness and recovery. I ask you to bless them. The love that they have sown, allow them to reap for crops. Now, that was a prayer and a praise report. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Amy Miller has a praise report, and thank you, saints, for praying for us. We really need your prayers. She has a praise report. She says, Tiff and I were out doing errands. She stayed in the car, and I went in the store to do a quick errand. While I passed the gift cards, an idea came to me that I should get multiple gift cards for different general places for people that I know. God wants Tiff and I to help, so I made a note to do it when we go shopping. I was planning on telling Tiff, and God gave thanks for a wonderful idea. But before I could, she started. She received the idea from the Holy Spirit and proceeded to tell me the same thing. Praise God. The Holy Spirit has worked like this with me and Tiff on several occasions. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful. N.K. has a praise report. I had trouble 
for a while trying to post a prayer request, but I persisted using the scripture I know, believing that the enemy had no right to interfere with a service that we pray for with God's money, which we endeavor to use for his glory. All that to say there is more power in the name of Jesus than every other name combined. There is no failure in our God. He responds to his word and the faith of the saints. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. That's wonderful. Praise your point. Yes, she did not give up. She kept fighting and she overcame just using the name of Jesus. Dina has a praise report. After the instruction given to us by God through Pastor Sabrina's sermon, a promise to supply about seeking the Lord, I dug in and said on this particular question, I said to the Lord, I'm going to be like the widow in Luke 18 who kept asking the same question. And boom, after me asking two or three times, the Lord said, the answer is coming. I know from experience delay is not a denial, but I must wait. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And she has another praise report. So later I went into my prayer closet with a list I actually made for when I called in. for, And I didn't know of one question was answered earlier that day via email from Pastor Sabrina. And the two other points were addressed in the opening prayer. So last night I prayed. Like Pastor Sabrina said, and the other issue, I, and I think I saw three things in a dream God was trying to reveal to me, but I was waiting on the interpretation. Praise the Lord. God is good. Yes, he will answer if you just ask. Caitlin has a praise report. The Lord told us to follow an ambulance, and when we found it, we saw so many ambulances, polices, police, firefighters. The Lord told us it was a mass shooting, but we prayed. He confirmed to us the people who were in it were safe. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, because they listened to you. Praise you, Lord. Dana has a praise report. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for leading me to get up early this morning before 7 a.m. to go do yard work. You blessed me with energy to complete it and held back the rain until I was finished. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Yes, he's done that for me many times, Dana. When I've been in the yard, I asked the Lord to delay the rain in the end. And she just wants to thank the Heavenly Father for favor in the paperwork. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And A.K. says, Praise and thank you, God, that I overcame my flesh and resisted the fear of man, and I admitted that I was wrong and over over committing myself. Pastor Sabrina had asked me to sing to Brother Bill on Sunday, and I agreed, forgetting that I had a swim meet with my dad and paid and scheduled for the time of church. I thank you, God, that I made the right decision and decided to put you first instead of swimming. Praise you, Lord. The little prayer warriors are, are listening to you. Praise you, Lord. N.K. has a praise report. Thank you, God, for showing me for showing us that M is not the realtor for us. Thank you for giving us other options to explore. You meet all of our needs in Christ Jesus. We praise you for that. Now, Dina has a praise report. Lord, I thank you 
that my yard man charged me $15 less than he usually does to cut my hedges. Thank you, Jesus, for the financial blessing. And Caroline has a praise report. PM won the confidence vote 211 to 148. Amen. Amen, Lord. D47 has a praise report. I didn't have enough money to pay my weekly hotel cost. At first, I was told by the manager, we do not we don't do any promises to pay. But later I got a call from the front desk saying the manager felt sorry for me and is willing to work with me. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for being so good. And he is an on-time God. Praise you, Lord. Dina has another praise report. JC, who I've been putting in the prayer, is attending a Bible study in prison and is now roommates with a Christian who is converted in prison, who's the leader of the Bible study. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See how important the prayers are, saints? Now, N.K. has another praise report. God, thank you, God, for perfect Irisam results for A.K. and me, and I thank you for providing suitable sunglasses for both of us. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. GPW has a praise report. I received a 15% scholarship for my studies. Thank you, Jesus, for honoring my obedience. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you for that, Lord Jesus. Lena has a praise report. Thank you, Lord. You healed my mother, Ruth. And thanks to all the saints for your prayers of agreement and your living words. And thank you, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. These are awesome and wonderful praise reports. Thank you, Lord. You're growing the saints. And the little prayer warriors are listening. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Bill. Thank you for those wonderful praise reports. And if you haven't ever put yours in, we're waiting. Amen. We're waiting. We're going to go to our guest call-in line here in Jesus' name. And that number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code six zero five three. You're on the Jesus. Hello. Hello. Area code six zero five. You're on the air. Pastor. Yes. Um. Thank you. I'm calling for um like to receive agreement for myself and continue deliverance. You had prayed for me and it's been four years now and I want to pray agreement for unclean from uncleanness, perversion from before I was born to when I was five years four or five years old from an uncle, three other perverse men. Um, there is homosexualism and lesbianism with uncles, male cousins and one female cousin and an aunt. Um, this is all on my mom's side and family. Also, uh, I went through stress from a previous job last year and left it since. Uh, the stress caused menstrual cycle disruptions 
in my temple that I had not known, I had not um, had before ever, and it just happened, has happened since last fall. Um, The Lord has given me victory uh, with that job. I want to share real quick how I left a job, that job last year, I ran in the midst of a battle. God had mercy on me and gave me victory. Um, The church had prayed for me. Uh, You prayed over me. But I was chastised. Um, The Lord, you know, God let me know that I was to have run from the battle that time, and I did. Uh, He had mercy on me. Um, I prayed and fasted. I prayed and prayed and fasted regarding another job, and the Lord allowed me to gain employment since then. I know God has brought me to this job since then. I am in the midst of a battle again. Um, He's teaching me to stand and to fight and not, like, chicken, go away, like, run away and find another job, you know. And here's what's happening. Um, I'm persecuted by my own supervisor. It's a lady I knew from a long time ago and uh, working in the past um, in the healthcare field. Her boyfriend comes to the job site occasionally. Uh, these are older, a little bit older than me. Uh, a man I had known professionally in the past as well. Um, he made strong advances at me, even as my husband lived at the time in front of my husband. This is like maybe over 13 years, 15 years back or so, way before AMIC. Um, I remember a long time ago at the time, I had a nightmare of this man at at the time. Um, the ma- The nightmare was that this man was taping straight pins down my leg using scotch tape. Well, I was in the nude, and this was my nightmare. This is the same. This is this um, my supervisor's current husband, our current boyfriend, and um, they're, I'm being persecuted by um, ostracization from the um, current staff right now. And I want to praise the Lord for um, I've been approached by two uh, leaders in my own community as well as the county director to take a stand, and there's, I asked the Lord for Vic, uh, for um, to raise up advocates, advocates for me, and He did. And these three, uh, three people have come to my aid, and they don't, and they have encouraged me. And they since they removed me from that site, and um, just I'm receiving a lot of support, and um, have filed a proper complaint. I'm going by the steps. I'd like prayer tonight for these things, please. And all right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you that the past is past and that our sins are removed as far from us as east is from west. We thank you, Father, for continued healing. Every spirit of abuse, you are bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of fear and fear and intimidation, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out. 
Come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, the Lord God is her son and shield. He gives grace and glory. He's her protection. Come out of her. All that leftover fear and intimidation and harassment, come out of her in Jesus' name. All those pockets in her in her vessels where you've been hiding out there, trying not to be uncovered, where you've been uncovered, come out now in Jesus' name. Fear of approach, you're bound in Jesus' name. Fear of retaliation, fear of persecution, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. All of those fears, all of those apprehensions, all of that insecurity, all of that worry. You have no right. She belongs to Jesus. She's under his even the physical response to possible intimidation, we bind it in Jesus' name. Come out of her. Come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Even the physical responses to possible intimidation, persecution, and harassment, you're bound. Come on out. Every time something happens, you go to speaking into her mind. We might, we shut your mouth in Jesus' name. Come out of her flesh in Jesus' name. Come on. Come out of her flesh in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over stress. And it's physical effects on the body. Come out of her privates in Jesus' name. Come out of her home. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Oh, shit. Proper regulation of menstrual activity in Jesus' name. Peace and healing. Peace and healing in Jesus' name. Peace and healing. The blood Jesus. All Come on out All in the hormones Come on out in Jesus name Flashbacks abound In Jesus name Come on out Flashbacks You are bound in Jesus name Come on out Hallelujah. Holy fire, come out and burn the rest of these spirits out. Our God is an all consuming fire. Take this deliverance to completion in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit. We ask you to come in, Lord Jesus. 
Fill her to overflowing with your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for victory. In this present situation, victory belongs to Jesus. We thank you for the victory, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, you're going to get some more deliverance, okay? You just keep praising the Lord. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okie dokie. Praise the Lord. Mm. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, here we are, right here. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, saints, these are important. We need your agreement with these adjudications. These adjudications, we are presenting cases to Jesus Christ, who is the righteous judge and the Lord of hosts, commander-in-chief of the Lord's army. And these adjudications that we are presenting, we're presenting situations to the Lord, and we're asking him to release his judgment. Just like when you go downtown, if it's a downtown that you go to, to the courthouse. You go stand before a judge. The judge makes a ruling, and he releases what he has to say. Jesus is doing the same. This is something you can relate to. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning changes to the United Nations 2005 International Health Regulations have been occurring under the radar because Americans would object to the unconstitutionality of the changes. According to Jonathan, a senior counsel for International Litigation Nonprofit Liberty Council, the Biden administration's proposed amendments to the IHR further strengthen the World Health Organization's authority to declare public health emergencies and override U.S. governing bodies. They've done this undercover because they knew at any point, if you were to tell Americans you're ceding the authority to an international body that is unaccountable to the people, if the media were to echo that message, certainly Americans would have no regard for this, said. And we ought not to have any regard for this international body, the World Health Organization, that is not accountable to us. The Biden administration proposed 13 amendments to the IHR that, if approved, would alter international public health rules, including expanding the powers given to the World Health Organization to general to declare a public health emergency, bypassing U.S. governmental body. Lois Pace, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services 
Assistant Secretary for Global Affairs, defended the amendments in January during remarks given virtually to the 150th session of the Executive Board at the World Health Organization in Geneva about pandemic preparedness. The United States led an inclusive and transparent process to develop this decision as we are mindful that updating and modernizing the IHR are critical to ensuring the world is better prepared for and can respond to the next pandemic, he said. Health and Human Services officials didn't respond by press time to a request for further comment. The gentleman said that the 13 amendments submitted by the administration are shameful and dangerous. Shameful and dangerous. The shameful part is that it's coming from our president. The fact that Joe Biden has proposed these 13 amendments. The danger in it is that it's ceding control over to this government entity that is not the United States. And the unconstitutional part is that they don't abide by any of our Bill of Rights any of the freedoms that we've committed ourselves to, he said. The World Health Organization is an unelected body that is determined for whatever cause is necessary to basically put the world on a chokehold and have it follow its dictates, depending on what threat or pandemic it deems at the moment to be necessary in order to lock down the entire world. While Biden administration officials say they support a separate document, which some are calling a pandemic treaty, they are also advocating for amendments to the IHR as a faster way of overcoming the weaknesses in global health security. Immediate steps could be taken by changing the IHR to improve certain areas, particularly around early warning systems, coordinating the response, and information sharing that Secretary of State Blinken and Secretary of Health Becerra wrote in an opinion piece published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Alexander said these amendments who give the World Health Organization and specifically its director general the power to bypass any governmental authority within the United States, any accountability that these people have to elected officials, and any authority that is ceded from the Constitution. So we thank you, Lord Jesus. Righteous judge for your adjudications in such matter. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Matt Walsh, who asks experts and average people a seemingly simple question. What is a woman? We've heard that question before. Predictably, however, most of the so-called experts and average people in this particular documentary that he did either dismiss the question or struggle to come up with an answer. One of the experts in the documentary is a female therapist 
who identifies as non-binary. When Walsh asked her the, the question, she says, I'm not a woman, so I can't really answer that. She also says some women have penises, some men have vaginas. Mm-hmm. That immediately reminded me of the scene from Arnold Schwarzenegger's 1990 movie Kindergarten Cop when a toddler says, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. What is a woman confirms gender theorists are not smarter than toddlers. Naturally, as we should expect from Matt Walsh's documentary, it produces a lot of funny and hilarious scenes. There's a scene with a tell-it-like-it-is elderly shop owner who provides simple answers that emphasize the absurd answers from the group of experts. However, the documentary is also haunting. Mr. Walsh's infamous ability to maintain an impeccable level of satire and seriousness is what makes it compelling. The documentary weaves through comedy and tragedy in a manner worthy of the subject matter. Gender theory and transgender ideology deserve ridicule. However, these ideas also deserve our serious attention as many of the scenes in the documentary reveal. Transgender ideology harms people, especially little children. Now, let me tell you something. I happen to know about a certain circumstance personally. How would you feel as a little boy if the person you knew as mommy most of your life suddenly becomes your daddy. Think about that. <clears throat> Think about that. It's it's a very difficult situation for adults. How do you handle it when you're just a kid? There was a scene where Scott Kelly the transgender founder of TRE Voices raises her arm to reveal her severe scars and says, for the time in history, a marginalized group has a huge dollar sign on the top of their head. We have five children's hospitals in the United States promoting, and she talked about her scars, that's a phalloplasty. That's a bottom surgery, a surgical operation where part of a woman's abdomen, leg, or arm is removed to create a penis. We have five children's hospitals in the United States telling girls that they can be boys at $70,000 a pop in a surgery that has a 67% complication rate that will kill me from infection. That I can't sue on. So you see, after you get this done, you can't sue anybody. We're butchering a generation of children because no one is willing to talk about anything. I have three kids at the age they're doing this to kids. 
I'm not transphobic. I love my kids, and I love other people's kids, and you should too. This is wrong on so many levels. I get infections every three to four months. I'm probably not going to live very long. Nevertheless, experts dismiss all of these concerns. When Walsh says to a college professor that he wants to get to the truth of what it is meant to be a woman or a man, the college professor said Walsh's words sound deeply transphobic. That highlights the overall arcing philosophy behind gender theory and transgenderism, postmodernism. The alarming number of transgender children today isn't necessarily a result of mental illness. It's a consequence of the permeating influence of postmodernism in our culture. To postmodernists, the question, what is a woman, is just as unanswerable as the question, what is true? They don't have an answer for either. Postmodernists, as relevists, do not believe facts matter, just as gender theorists believe biology doesn't matter. Postmodernists believe anything can be the truth, just as gender theorists believe anyone can be a woman. Essentially, just as postmodernists believe anyone can have their truth or their own version of the truth, Gender theorists believe a man can become their own version of a woman. Gender theory and transgender ideology are therefore what happens when a culture embraces Satan's old words in the Garden of Eden. Did God actually say in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, though gender theory says otherwise, God actually says he created all of us either male or female. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. Your doctor didn't decide your gender. Your creator did. Mr. Walsh says, nature seems to always tell the truth, even when we don't want to hear it. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Governor Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has criticized President Joe Biden's move to seize school lunch program funding to further what DeSantis characterized as woke gender ideology. In Florida, we're fighting against Biden's intentionally destructive policies like denying school lunches for states that refuse to implement woke gender ideology in the schools. DeSantis said in a June 5th Twitter post, it came as the Biden administration is stripping funding for public school lunch programs over what it called discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Now, what has that got to do with being hungry and needing some lunch? to be in line with the White House's anti-LGBTQI policy. The U.S. Department of Agriculture announced early in May that public schools must prohibit such discrimination, which will require certain schools to allow 
transgender youth to use gender-designed bathrooms of their choice to secure federal funding. Now, you know where the bathroom issue started. You know which administration that was. Yeah, you remember. To secure federal funding from the National School Lunch Program, state and local agencies, program operators, and sponsors that receive funds must investigate relevant allegations, the department said, without mentioning the consequences for disobedience. The free and reduced price meal programming, which is to ensure low-income students receive necessary nutrition, provides lunches for more than 30 million students nationwide as of 2016, according to government figures. I mean, give me a break, DeSanta said in a video alongside his Sunday post, adding Biden is totally off his rocker to be doing that. The Republican governor on March 28th signed legislation that prohibits public schools from teaching sexual issues such as gender identity or sexual orientation to children in kindergarten through third grade. So far, more than a dozen states have laws in place requiring students to use bathrooms and compete in sports according to their assigned gender at birth. We're prepared for what Biden throws our way, DeSantis said. We're just prepared to be able to defend the taxpayers and the hardworking people in the state of Florida. And I couldn't be prouder for doing that. Last week, he signed off on Florida's record-setting $109.9 billion Freedom First budget for the 2022-23 financial year which is to prioritize the freedoms of Floridians and blunt the impact of a Biden-induced recession. DeSantis is not the only Republican governor against the leveraging of of school lunch programs to promote gender ideology. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem announced on June 2nd that she intends to sue the Biden administration over overhauling the federal program. Joe Biden is insisting that we allow biological males to compete in girls' sports or else lose funding for school lunch programs, the governor said last week via Twitter. Mr. President, we'll see you in court, her post reads. USDA didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. No one should be denied access to nutritious food simply because of who they are or how they identify, Terry Stacey Dean said in a statement. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning billionaire donor George Soros and his various vehicles for funding political causes donated money to the campaign of 75 serving U.S. district attorneys a pro-law enforcement group said in a report on Monday. The 75 prosecutors represent over 72 million people in the U.S., including residents of half of the 50 most populous American cities. Data compiled by the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund said, they are responsible for serving justice in over 40% of homicides in the country. 
The group claims that some of the district attorneys lacked experience but received the support of the billionaire anyway due to their alleged willingness to support his wish to reform the U.S. justice system along his preferred line. So Soros is using his money uh, to support candidates for attorney general as long as they agree to go along with his song and dance. The L-E-L-D-F perceives them as a threat to the nation, claiming their pursuit of social justice resulted in a surge of crime in their district, and they failed to punish offenders from minority groups. Soros is using that campaign money and the hundreds of millions more for supporting organizations to quietly transform the criminal justice system for the worse, promoting dangerous policies and anti-police narratives to advance his radical agenda, Jason Johnson said. The group claims that some of the district attorney, I read you that part. Okay, the group estimated that in the past decade, Soros spent over $40 million directly to directly fund election campaigns of people running for district attorney offices, whom the organization described as progressive. That means they're not conservative like us. Between 2018 and 2021 alone, he put $13 million into just 10 candidates. That's a lot of money. It said, arguing that the influx of money had disrupted the traditional low-key races of, okay, for, I'm reading ahead of myself while I'm reading. For a prosecutor to be qualified as a Soros DA in the report, he or she had to meet at least two of three criteria set by the authors. They received campaign support from Soros-funded and affiliated groups and participated in events sponsored by those groups or signed at least three public statements that they were coordinated by Soros-funded criminal justice groups. The report listed some of the groups it identified as vehicles for Soros' agenda, as well as some of the candidates who benefited from the relationship by clutching wins at the ballot box. The latter included George Gaston of L.A., California, Kim Fox of Cook County, Illinois, Joe Gonzalez of Beezer, Bexar County, Texas, Laser Lawrence Krasner of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All of them received over $1 million in donations from Soros groups, the report said. Soros is a well-known contributor to various causes, both at home and in other nations. Critics say he abuses his financial prowess and political ties to impose his preferred vision on how the world should work. So he's buying district attorneys out. They're basically bought. There's nothing else you can say. He's funding their campaigns, and he's bought what they decide. You know, how'd that song go? If you dance to the music, you got to pay to the piper? Well, that's the way it goes. 
requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has poured hundreds of millions of dollars into 11 of the 26 organizations backing an effort to prevent fellow billionaire Elon Musk from taking over social media platform Twitter, according to data shared with Breitbart by the Foundation for Freedom Online. Among the 11 Gates-backed organizations reportedly spearheading the effort to sandbag Musk's Twitter acquisition, acquisition by pressuring advertisers to boycott the platform, no, you didn't, you, that's dirty, is the New Venture Fund, a dark money organization that in 2020 received the largest one-year commitment the foundation has made in over five years. The group funds the Center for Media Justice, the Media Democracy Fund, the National Hispanic Media Coalition, and Accountable Tech, all of which signed the open letter backing the advertiser boycott and has received some 102 separate cash grants from Gates Foundation since 2008, amounting to $457 million in all, according to the foundation's own financial disclosures. Oh, goodness, this is worse. It gets worse as you go on. The Tides Foundation, another dark money group heavily backed by Gates Foundation Cash, funds another five groups, Free Press, Indivisible, Narrow, Pro-Choice America. See, he's backing these groups. So that's how they get to do all the nasty that they do. Media Matters, Black Lives Matter Global Network, while the Gates-backed community partners fund Signatory Empowering Pacific Islanders Community and Gates-backed Neo-Philanthropy is linked to Signatory Reproaction. Gates and Musk have publicly feuded recently with the Microsoft founder revealing he still held a $500 million short position against Musk's electric Tesla, even as Gates called on Musk to get involved in his climate idea. The SpaceX founder characteristically took to Twitter to air his grievances, liking a photo of, oh, that's not nice. The software tycoon turned self-styled pandemic expert has also been a proponent of censorship, censorship during the COVID-19 epidemic, insisting that allowing vaccine skeptics to freely exchange their ideas on social media platforms should be prohibited. Of course, he's trying to get us all killed. You see, Bill Gates' father was a eugenicist. And you get to look that up for yourself. It's E-U-G, eugenesis. That's how the words spell. And he's one, too. They believe that only so many people should be allowed to live on the earth at a time. And they're trying to help get rid of the rest of us. Now, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The earth belongs to the Lord, and everything and all the people in it belong to him. So he's trying to insert himself or inject himself as God Almighty. 
he's going to take over that position and decide who ought to be here and who ought not to be here. So that's what's going on. That's basically it. So he's funding all these other groups, and he's trying to set up a situation so that Elon Musk can't open up Twitter and certainly not invite you-know-who back on. So you can read the rest of that if you like. That's where we stand in the world today. Billionaires use their money to affect political outcomes that they want, no matter how demonic those political outcomes are. Praise the Lord, that's how it is. One more thing. We now have a stripper that go to churches, oh, yeah, strippers, you heard it, they show up in churches, and then they, in the middle of the service, they start their little rant about a woman's body and so on and so forth. And they showed up to Joel Osteen's church and did a strip. Yeah, they did. They took their clothes off in the middle of the church service so they could rant, rave, and holler and scream about what they think. Well, they also did it at a WNBA game. So I'm asking the Lord to start having these people arrested. They show up to churches. They show up to other activities where people are there for a completely different reason so that they can uh, show us really how ignorant and unsaved and backward they really are. So now, saints, I pray that you will come in agreement with me because we need to not only follow the laws of heaven, but the rules that we have here on earth. And when you do that, you're supposed to get arrested. Amen? That's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to get arrested not just escorted out of the venue like you were a visitor. No, you need to get in a police car, and you need to be taken to the proper place. You need to be booked. Amen? That's the way it goes in this country, or at least the way it's supposed to go. Brother Marshall. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Father, I'm in agreement with uh, Pastor Sabrina's desire for your divine intervention, adjudication, all these different situations, Father, in Jesus' name, including the situation coming against the uh, United Nations being given the ability to usurp the constitutional rights of the citizens of the United States and all these other situations coming against the children that you've created for your purposes, Father God, in Jesus' name, and those that are being forced to believe perverse ideas and ideology of those who who bow their knees to a different God. Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention. You said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. And where whosoever, and you said in your word, Father, in Matthew 18, beginning in verse 14, even so it's not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Red letters, Jesus speaking. Moreover, if thy brother, trust, this is if somebody's in the church, trespass against thee, Go and tell him between between uh, thee and him alone. If he hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Father, we know that there's some in the church that don't believe that the actual Bible is really what it says. 
to some people who don't have a biblical worldview, that are pastors, associate pastors, uh, pastors for the for the youth in different churches, those churches without actually meeting or gathering, Father God, meeting in, in person or meeting online. We ask for your divine intervention, adjudication. Those that have been bewitched by uh, just a few spirits in different other people, Father God, that have led them astray. Father God, we ask for your divine help and adjudication in Jesus' name. We know, Father, that Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Even Nebuchadnezzar recognized that when Daniel was able to show him what happened, what happened, why he had a dream, what was going on. And you said in Daniel chapter 2, as the king answered unto Daniel, and of a truth it is that your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets since I could reveal this secret. And we thank you for the many, many things, many different secrets that have been exposed or continually being exposed, Father God, what's going on behind the scenes. They have not been able to keep everything hidden of all their different agendas. Some of the things have been sort of swept under the carpet. Some of the things that pretended different people committed suicide, you know, different people in prison that had the cameras on them, but somehow the cameras went off. Other people that had the uh, cameras going, uh, different other situations during, um, what was the supposed uh, thing that happened in January, uh, just before Biden was supposedly sworn in, Father. They said, oh, no, we just can't find that footage of all those hours and hours of footage. Father God, showing what was going on. Father, we ask you to expose what's going on, and we thank you for doing so. We give you praise and honor and glory. And we're in agreement, Father God, because you said in your word in Matthew 18, 18 and following, Jesus speaking, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. And Jesus said, no one can pluck us out of your hand, Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And we thank you because of the blood of the covenant we are gathered in your name. And we thank you for hasting your word to perform it. And we give you praise and honor and glory. And all the witchcraft curses, all the sorcery spirits and the witchcraft, all the spirits of mind control, all the sorcery spirits return back on the heads of the demons doing to, trying to do to us what they intended to do to us, or back on that, return to sender, at least sevenfold on the spirits to do to them what they intended to do to us, render unto our neighbors, sevenfold into their bosom. Their reproach, where would they have reproached thee, O Lord? Because you said in your word, whatever you do to the least of these, you've done it unto me. And we thank you for exposing what they're trying to do, Father God, and we give you praise and honor and glory. What the enemy's been trying to do in secret is coming to the light. You told us, Jesus speaking in Matthew 10:26, Fear them not, therefore. For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. We thank you for exposing a lot of these things that Dr. Sabrina just read about. Who's funding all these things? Who's Soros? Was he what? He grew up as a Jew, but somehow he was actually a Nazi? How could that be? I thought Nazis weren't Jewish. Um, Maybe or maybe not. What is a Nazi? What is just somebody who wants to control somebody against their will? Just a different form of a witch or a wizard. And we know the story, Father God, and actually there was a wizard, and he, he did all kinds of things to control people against their will. We bind every one of those spirits behind the sorcery and witchcraft and wizardry, trying to control people's minds and hearts. Satan, you and all your underlings are perpetually, continually bound in Jesus' name, according to Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19, and Mark 3, 27, Matthew 10, 
29, in, uh, Matthew 12, 29, excuse me, 12, 29, Jesus speaking in Matthew 12, 29, or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he will first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. So we're right now binding you, Satan. You're the strong man. You're the mind binder. You're the eye blocker. You're the source of all this insanity. We bind the spirits of insanity, individual insanity, generational insanity, and the spirits of fear, and spirits of mass psychosis. We bind to every spirit, trying to cause confusion, gender confusion, every other confusion. Confusion of what is an American? What is a woman? What is a man? What is a boy? What is a girl? What is light? What is dark? What is truth? What is lie? Satan, you're the father of lies and the father of all lies. And have anybody in the administration or in the, the uh, FDA or any of these groups ever happened to say things that turned out to not be in the best interest of the people? And was there a judge that overturned Pfizer's thing to not reveal all the different side effects of their so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine at all, and just a DNA-altering medication given to people who have been bewitched to yield to their managers, to their controllers, to the global elite trying to control them through the media. Even as who was it, Goebbels told Hitler, oh, we have just the thing to control people. It's called TV. Why is it that the Amish didn't have COVID? A lot of them don't really watch TV. They don't even, some of them don't even have any electricity. And aren't they blessed? They didn't have COVID because what? It's mind control. We bind every one of you, and every one of your mind control spirits are bound. And we speak blindness to Alzheimer's, mutinous to Alzheimer's, only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to all the saints having to do with miracle in their church, miracle outreach ministries, and all the true believers in Jesus all over the globe and every nation. Every nation where people are being maltreated in Jesus' name. All the children being mistreated, maltreated, and perverted, and told, oh, no, you, yes, you can be a girl. doesn't matter if you were born with one of those little things hanging down between your legs. We can snip that right off there, and you can just change, and it's going to be just lovely. And then they find out it isn't so lovely. People are so confused. But God is not the author of confusion, but of peace is in all the churches of the saints. Well, you don't want one of these little ones to perish from, from the uh, sex-altering uh, surgeries that they not they can't even sue the hospitals and the doctors about. Sounds just like the pharmaceutical gig in Jesus' name, where they can't be sued, unless, of course, they're doing it maliciously, and then they can be sued. It just has to be proven. Father, we ask you to bring us all to the court of justice in your way and in your time. And we know, Father God, that Jesus, we're going to all stand before the judgment seat of Christ at some point, every single human being. Some people that rejected Jesus out and out or backslid and never came back, they get to stand before the white throne of judgment. It talks about in Revelation, I think it's chapter 20. But the rest of us have the opportunity to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Help us all to be ready. And all those human beings you created in your image, you made of all men one blood, like it says in Acts, where is that? Acts 17, 26. Because God doesn't look on the outside he doesn't care about the rainbow color of people's skin. He made us all. He made the flowers different colors and butterflies and all kinds of different things of different colors. He likes variety. But he made of all men, all human beings, made in his image of one blood. And you said in your word, he that sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. And I believe that's in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6. Father, there's some people shedding human beings' blood. Some people doing it in rather large numbers. They had a swine flu vaccine many, many years ago, and just a few people died, and they pulled it right away. How come 
tens of thousands of people have died and many more, more than a million people injured from this so-called recent COVID vaccine, Father. And that's coming out. Even the Pfizer documents are revealing. Oh, yeah, they knew this was happening. Mm -hmm. And this is actually what is happening. People talk to funeral directors. Oh, we've never seen it like this. And people talk to people in different areas. And they say, oh, we've seen all these things. So, Father God, you know how to deal with the liars. Because what did you do to Satan? You kicked them out of heaven. And we thank you, Father God, for your divine intervention and judication in Jesus' name. Even as Jesus saw Satan fall from heaven. We thank you, Father God, we don't overcome the accuser of the brethren in our own natural strength. We do this together as joint heirs with Christ, anointed with the Holy Ghost, even as Jesus at Father's, how you anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed from the devil. Some people are oppressed physically. Some people are oppressed psychologically, mentally. Some people are oppressed in other kinds of ways. Fear of rejection, fear of man, fear of evil, fear of tomorrow. We bind every ungodly spirit of fear. Jesus says, fear not, believe only. That's what he wants us to do. Believe what? That he loves us. And he loves us so much that even when Marshall was a nasty, bad, bad boy, I really was a very nasty person, very prideful Father, I've repented for all that. I thank you for First John 1, 9. I thank you for Psalm 32, 5, and 6. We come before your throne of grace and time of need, Father. We ask for your divine intervention and judication. And we thank you for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth. He's going to judge every one of these people, including those in the so-called Biden regime and all those behind the scenes that are actually pulling whoever Biden or his substitute is, puppet masters, all the puppet masters. You're going to deal with every single one of them bring it all to light. We ask you to hasten your word to perform it, because your word runneth very, very swiftly. You said that, and that you hasten your word to perform in the beginning of, um, where is that, Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 12, I believe. We ask you to hasten your word to perform it. And Jesus says, The Father judgeth no man, hath committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. We're supposed to honor our Heavenly Father. Isn't that part of the Lord's Prayer? He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father, which has sent him. Father, you deal with those Muslims, Father God, to say that God has no Son, because he didn't just have one Son. He had one, nat- one supernatural Son with holy, innocent blood, and then he has a whole lot by adoption is receive his blood that washes away our sins, washing away our sins. And that's how we overcome the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives as much as we love the one who loves us perfectly, because perfect love casts out all fear. And Jesus says, Verily, verily, I send you, cut up a okay. He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. We thank you for translating this, Father, in the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light. We ask you to do that for many others. We pray for those who despitefully use us. Maybe some of the lower levels, Father, can still repent, Father God. You got a hold of Saul of Tarsus, caused many to have similar type of encounters, Father God, where you can get a hold of them, Father God. When he saw Jesus, brighter than the noonday sun. Jesus is the light who's come into the world because he said, go and sin no more to the woman who's caught in the very act of adultery. He didn't beat up on her. He said, who condemned you? She doesn't want us to go condemning others. He says, judge nothing before the time. But Father God, there's going to be a time, a time of judgment. You say that over and over and over again in your word. There's going to be a time of judgment. And so, Father, we thank you for raising us up together with Christ Jesus. We ask for a divine intervention concerning this business with the World Health, World, Health, World Health Organization, what's going on in Florida, with the people trying to take away the food from the children, Father God, trying to force them to be have uh, gender confusion brought in. We, we ask you to expose not just what's going on with George Soros, but all those behind him and who the, all these people are. 
trying to keep people from having legal protection, Father God, from the district attorneys in all these different areas, Father God, not just in California, not just in Philadelphia, area, every area, Father God, all those. And I've heard that there's some people that don't like the fact that there's some conservative groups trying to, trying to uh, pick out district attorneys will stand for conservative causes. Well, Father, we ask you to cause things that are upside down to be turned right side up, Father God, and save this nation, Father God. It was a glorious, amazing exper- experiment, Father God, where there's supposed to be one nation under the true and living God. And they allowed people to practice their religion, whether they wanted formality of a Catholic type of tradition or a Lutheran type of tradition or a very simple tradition like the Quakers, whatever way they wanted, but they all had to worship the, the Creator who and His Son, the Lord Jesus, Father. One nation under God with the probability, the possibility of having life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness, having life instead of death, having liberty instead of bondage, and the pursuit of happiness instead of bondage and pursuit of the, the so-called 2030 agenda, which they're trying to hurry up because they realize that people are waking up all over the world. We thank you for waking up to sleeping giant, not just in Canada, not just in, in the Philippines, every nation all over the world, many people in different nations. Hey, we're not going along with this WHO business. No, we, we don't want to give up our sovereignty. We thank you for bringing that to light. Many, many nations, Father God, and exposing what's going on, Father God. We give you praise and honor and glory, Father God, and helping. We know there's a global elite group, these multi-billionaires that are vying for power, and they all have different agendas, and some of them are not as nice as others. Some of them look like they have some nice little things they're willing to throw a little tidbit to the people and give us a choice whether we want to be their slaves, their serfs or not. And others say, well, you're just going to, we're just going to kill you off, <laughs> basically. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of death, hell, and destruction. Satan, you and all your underlings, every spirit of death, hell, and destruction is bound. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And I command you, we command you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Savior. And his name is Jesus. His name means Savior. There's only one Savior. There's only one name under heaven given whereby men must be saved. We command you to leave each and every one of these children alone. And all those who have interceded for, all those in the different nations that are trying to be manipulated by the global elite and those behind them that are trying to bring us into this 2030 agenda and the WEF and all the nonsense and the World Health Organization control and every spirit of all these planned pandemics. In Jesus, and we bind every spirit of ungodly fear. We bind you and all of your underlings, every spirit of any Christ unloving, all the sexual perverse spirits, every spirit of pedophilia, every perverse and unclean spirit, every spirit of darkness is bound. We bind the dark spirits in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of darkness in Jesus' name. God is shedding his light into this world, and we thank you for exposing everything, Father, in Jesus' name. Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. If you see a little thing, a little crawl, creeping thing, because he gave us dominion over everything that creepeth on the earth. He said that to Noah and all of his offspring. We're all offsprings from Noah in the natural in Jesus. But now we're also offspring of the living God because he came into his own and his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, to them that believe on his name. And we believe on your name. That's the name above all names, at whose name every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that who? Jesus Christ is Lord of all, and he is Lord of all. As you say in Philippians, not only chapter 2, 9 to 11, but in, in Romans 14, 11. And we think that that's the name above all, and Satan, you're bound to all, your underlings are bound to all, for the full power of communication, you can be the first to be, to everyone's in the state, for not just the Bill Gates, no, 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 Your word is not 
rebel against his church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Christian and the Christian and the Christian, the gathering together of the Lord Jesus Christ, the church, the body of Christ, the keys of the kingdom of heaven,
in Jesus' name. In agreement right now, please be thanking you. Thank you, Father. I believe you're bound for our position. He didn't have any places. He has a Terrified by your adversary. And consider that, my heavenly children, the petitions of you of salvation and that of God. 